Welcome to the Carnivore Cast, a podcast focused on the carnivore diet and lifestyle, with practical advice from successful carnivores, citizen scientists, and top researchers. I'm your host, Scott Meslinski, and I'm here to speak with experts and experienced carnivores to get answers to your biggest and meatiest questions while helping you live your best life as a carnivore. So I'm excited to announce this new sponsor, and this one is for people like me who may be curious about your levels of certain nutrients and minerals. We know on a carnivore diet that the requirements for certain minerals and nutrients are different than the recommended daily amounts, and we also know that we aren't getting as much of certain minerals and nutrients. So how can you know if you're getting enough, and more importantly, if you're absorbing those things? If you're taking, for instance, vitamin D or magnesium, You may want to know whether the supplement is actually doing anything, or you may just want to know how much of certain vitamins you're getting through your food. So what's one way to accurately test all of this? In this case, I'm talking about Upgraded Formulas, Upgraded Hair Test Kit, and their consultation. And I had Barton Scott on, the founder of Upgraded Formulas, to talk about this. He's fantastic. And their minerals can really help you absorb things that can vanquish those hidden deficiencies that may be affecting your thyroid, your adrenal, or other things. So check out the test and consultation at UpgradedFormulas.com and save 15% on your first purchase with the code CARNIVORE15 at checkout. Thanks and enjoy the show. Ellie Rome at Mindful Belly on Instagram is a holistic health and weight loss coach and host of the Comfort Zone Retreats a novel concept which combines biohacking, mindfulness, and community to help people improve their physical and mental health in numerous ways. And we're going to get into that a lot more. Um, Ellie is returning guest and previously came on to talk about beating binging and feeling great in one's own body. She was a former chemical engineer who changed her career after immune thyroid autoimmune thyroid, weight gain, and lots of related health issues. She dove into carnivore after eight years of strict low-carb autoimmune paleo and still not feeling optimal. Ellie shares phenomenal information and success stories on her Instagram, which I've really enjoyed. And definitely make sure you go check out uh, our first episode together. Welcome back to the show, Ellie. Thank you so much, Scott. Thanks for that intro. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Really excited to have you on again. Um, And yeah, I wanted to just start with you know, how have you been? How did the idea for the retreats um, start? Where where did it come from? Yeah, so been great. Um, the idea for the retreats came from honestly a desire for connection. The I just like thought back to the times where I felt most connected to my friends or my family, and it was always times of when we were just kind of bonded together through something that was hard, but it was so fun because we were in it together. Does that make sense? Um, so it was like looking back, my favorite memories were road trips. I had three siblings. So it was four of us. I was the youngest and I would always get so sad when the road trip would end because even though I'd be getting like beaten up by my brother in the car, but it was just like, so special having those, those times together. And then same thing, like looking back at festivals that I went to friends with where they got like rained out and it was like on paper, it would have been miserable. It was muddy and like, but it was just so bonding because we all went through that together. And then, um, yeah, so it was just this desire for community and doing hard things. And I had started the ATX Wim Hof group here in Austin. Um, We basically meet every Friday morning at 6.30 a.m. to do a ritual of meditation, yoga, breath work, and we cold plunge. And so it's just like bringing together people who want to wake up early on a Friday and do stuff like that. And um, I've met met so many of my best friends, business partners, just through that group. And it started organically just something that I wanted to do. And I started showing up every Friday and people started coming. And then kind of from that, I feel like the the idea of doing a retreat, bringing in all these elements from like where my journey started, which was food, like helping people optimize, you know, what are you putting in your body? Then it was the yoga piece, breath work, um, mindfulness, getting in nature. It's just like, and then creating this like kind of village style living where we're like, we're off our phones. So we take everybody's phone for the whole retreat and just plug back in. 
Yeah, I think that's great. And definitely something I can see a lot of people are craving in today's world and kind of the situations we're all we're all dealing with. I know I certainly am. And it's really cool that you talk about that, like bonding through struggle. I think that's what um, has made sports and sports teams so great for me. It wasn't, you know, we're going to win something together or, um, you know, necessarily even about competing or, or beating another team or anything like that. It was those hard practices where everyone wanted to quit and you pushed yourself through it. That was what really made me um, feel very close to, to my teammates and some, made some of my best friends growing up. Um, so I can certainly relate to that. Absolutely. There's something super special. It's almost like a, like an initiation, which I think are just like fraternities do it with hazing and like I, really, I was in a sorority and I was so disappointed because we weren't hazed. Like I want, I want to feel bonded to these girls. And I feel like that's done through, through going through hard things together. Like you said, with the sports teams, the practices, those grueling practices. Yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. And so um, I wanted to, to touch on, go deep on some of these, um, different aspects of the retreat. And you mentioned some of them in the intro. Um, why don't we just go through one by one and we can talk about each of them, um, how you handle it in the retreat and, and why you think it's so important and, and maybe um, where, where you can share, share a story or an experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, where do you want to start? Yeah, I guess just from like a holistic perspective, the main intention of this retreat is a building community. But I guess beyond that, it's really about cultivating optimal mental health, mental well-being through like a holistic approach of that. It's not just going to, you know, I used to struggle with anxiety, really bad ADHD. And it was, I'd go to a, I'd go to the psychiatrist and get handed a pill. And it's like, wow, well, they never asked me like, what am I eating? Am I getting outside? Do I feel like I'm seen in my relationships? Um, I had so much fear of abandonment and rejection that I had masks. Like I, I still have masks I'm working through, but like just being able to create a safe space for people to let their guards down and really see each other, um, is the main intention. And I guess that being like overall mental well-being, which comes from everything, physical well-being as well. So, um, but to start, we, um, I guess one of the aspects, the first aspects is, is, getting people off their phones. <laughs> and is that tough? Are people resistant to that? Are people like, no, it's coming, signing up? How, how has been the experience with that? Yeah. What's funny is like, most people are like, throw their phones at me. They're like, I do not want to <laughs> Like, please take this. They know coming in that that's going to happen. That's one. it's like on the description. And so I think a lot of people are just ready. They're like, I don't want to be on this thing. Um, the only people who kind of like are resistant really is for if they have like a family member that or like a child, some people have kids. And mm. so they're like, can I, you know, have it for like an hour to call my family? And so, yeah. And how long are the retreats? Sorry, I should have asked. Sorry. Oh, that's great. Typically <laughs> um, we've ranged. So we've had ones that are 48 hours. We've had ones that are three days. We have a Colorado one coming up. That's going to be more like a five day um, so they've been, and then we just had, we started these like 24 hour retreats for a little bit more accessibility for people. Um, so yeah, range from 24 hours to five days. That's great. And what do people say about, um, like getting off their phone? What have some of the experiences been? Yeah. Just how much time and like, like creativity comes when they're not on their phones. It's so funny, Scott. I have a video from like, uh, I had a videographer from one of our first retreats and it just captured this moment where literally like six adults are just looking at a bug and there's like a 30 minute conversation about this bug. Like <laughs> why is it wings so big? Like, it's just so funny. Like when we don't have our phones to revert to, to distract ourselves, like we pay attention to what is here and get so curious, like kids, you know, and this is like, it creates, Oh, you can't go to your phone to distract you. You have to actually interact with people. And I think that's something we've gotten away from. It's so easy to, to just numb out or like, you know, social anxiety is real, especially with COVID. Like it's a muscle to be around other people and have authentic conversations. And so it's like, it really promotes that because you can't just sit there on your phone and pretend you're busy or get distracted by Instagram. It's like, okay, I'm sitting here and 
just like going into that. What does this feel like to feel this insecurity or to, um, yeah, just sit without any doing anything, just being. Thanks to Buy Optimizers for sponsoring the show. And I'm really excited to tell you guys about an excellent deal they're offering this November. This is the biggest blowout deal they will be offering all year. So if there's a time to stock up, it is now. What they're offering is over $200 worth of free gifts and a huge discount all month long on their Magnesium Breakthrough product. Their Magnesium Breakthrough is a full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress relief, better sleep, and mental health all in one bottle. They're offering all sorts of awesome free gifts and products worth over $200 with select purchases. All month long, they're offering 10% off using my unique code. And you can only get this exclusive deal through my link, special for you listeners. You won't find it on Amazon or even the BioOptimizers website. Go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash carnivore and use code carnivore to get your discount and free gifts today. Thanks so much and have a great day. I've heard it described about like waiting in line or any moment we have that would normally like lead to boredom, which often leads to creativity or leads to free thinking or mindfulness is our automatic reaction is to fill that space with the phone. So it's, it's not necessarily the phone itself. It's the fact that we're filling all space that could otherwise be empty. And, um, yeah, I've, I've definitely experienced that myself. And, uh, yeah, I love the idea of just having, having a time when you can't immediately fill the empty space. Yes. And also to your point to that too, like not being able to Google something. So like back to this bug, like if you could listen to the call, I'll have to post this video. <laughs> Like, just like that, they actually have to contemplate what kind of bug is this? Like, why is its wing so big? Like, I know for myself, so quick to just jump to Google, just answer this for me. But it's like allowing your mind to actually think through these things, Hmm, like ponder. And that does spur so much creativity and like critical thinking. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, um, what, what, um, what are some of the other? So no phones, which I love. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned food is another big one. How, how are people recommended to eat or how do people typically eat on the retreats? And how did you decide on that? Yeah, so we eat very much ancestrally. Paleo is pretty much um, the protocol I, I am very stern about. <laughs> I'm like, um, I, send out a, I send out a prepacking list and a 10-day kind of dieta for people to kind of get ready for the retreat. So 10 days of just getting back to eating real food, um, not to the extreme of, of carnivore for most people, if they're eating like a standard American diet, um, it's just really cleaning it up. Eating paleo is what I would say, um, is what I suggest. And then some people are vegetarians. So then I give kind of a vegetarian version of paleo um, as an offering of suggested eating. And then on the actual retreat, what we provide is, yeah, meat, eggs, whole fruit, vegetables. Um, yeah, good oils. Just, just really back to clean eating. So, do you have people like have a diet before they show up to like acclimate them? Is that what you were saying with the dieta? Yes, exactly. Got it. It's, it's suggested um, working more to kind of have like a group, like where we're all doing, making sure everyone's really doing that. Cool. <laughs> but it's definitely yeah, it's offered for sure. So people don't feel as much like they're hit by the bus if they come in from a standard American diet. Totally. Yeah. And on our shorter retreats, we actually do fast. Um, like the 24 hour retreats, we do a 24 hour fast and then we break fast together. And it's really about that, like the, the break for the gut, but also just for honestly to look at these distractions. Like, as you mentioned, I used to binge eat food was a big coping mechanism for me. So it's, it's an opportunity not only to remove the distraction from the phone, but also the distraction of food of like, wow, can I sit in my hunger? Can I feel this? And the fasting is optional. Or we tell people, you know, just see, you know, see how long you can go, like just watch your hunger signals. And then when you do eat, we talk a lot about like mindful eating. Can you slow down? Can you really sit with this food? Like taste it every bite. And yeah, so that's a good, that's a cool part of it too. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Do people, I'm just curious thinking about like the aspects of mindfulness and removing some of these distractions. Does anyone like really struggle with that? Or ha have you had any experiences of people having like 
you know, almost like feeling crushed by overwhelmed by emotion or anything like that from the the time to just kind of sit with their thoughts? Mm, totally. Um, usually there are, if I could like draw it on a piece of paper, it's, there's typically a little, um, some people will meet like a kind of a low, but it's a breakthrough. And it usually, I mean, they're leaving the retreat, like so happy and like, yeah. smiling, but it's just kind of like getting to that breaking point. And we do a lot of breath work throughout the retreats, um, to release a lot of that, um, what's coming up, feel that. And we make sure we've got a lot of facilitators on staff that we have, um, everyone knows that they are fully supported so that it is okay to have a breakdown. It is okay. <laughs> and it's just like, um, and that's real, you know, that's what life is. We have breakdowns and to be able to be seen in that and not shamed for it is, I find it's been so healing for people to actually be able to share. Usually it's like letting, when we get to a point where we are tired, we are fasted, we're hungry, we are um, hot, you know, like getting all these external pressures, it breaks down the ego, but allows emotions to come up. Like it's just allows people to cry and people to just, it's like squeezing an orange, what comes out, orange juice is what Wayne Dyer says, like squeezing ourselves, what comes out? Well, what's in there? Anger, you know, shame, allow that, feel that. Cause that's, what's driving so many destructive patterns in our lives. So it's like, creating these pressures on people to actually just feel. Yeah. I can see how that would be extremely powerful. Was that weird for you in the first like couple retreats, like more than you were expecting? How did you, how did you deal with it? Like if I was running the retreat, I'd be like, Oh no, I like, I'd be scared at first. I'd like try to problem solve. Um, but yeah. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it's been a lot of learning along the way for sure. And definitely definitely feel like I'm handling it better now. I think in the beginning, luckily I've been teaching breath work and and coaching for a while. So had practiced a lot of like being able to hold space for somebody and and um with the breath work, knowing what kind of releases to a point to an extent could come out. Um, but for um the support was just huge and and you know, honestly for me, prayer. Just like I heard a quote the other day and it made me so happy. Like it just felt so good. It was just like, even when we're beginners, like that's why we pray. Like we're, when the intention is good and the intention is pure, like we have support, we have divine support. So it's like everything I've just been realizing, like everything is happening in the such a beautiful, perfect way for every party involved to learn. So it's just kind of like an acceptance of like, okay, this is happening ground. It's here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about breathwork because you've, you, um, you spent a lot of time, uh, helping people with breathwork, studying it yourself. Where did that interest come from and and how has it evolved for you? Yeah. So my introduction in breathwork, like more of the like transformational or like Wim Hof breathwork came from a, a, dropped like desire within me to jump in cold water. I had never known. I didn't know what Wim Hof or I didn't know who Wim Hof was. I never heard of that. I just had this impulse to jump in cold water. And I had just moved to Austin and I went to a Joe Dispenza conference and this guy sitting next to me, he was from Austin. And so when we got back in town, I was like, Hey, do you want to go jump in cold water? He was like at 5 30 AM. He was like, sure. So we went and he brought his friend and they taught me Wim Hof the Wim Hof method that morning. And I was just like, can we do this every week? And so then started that the Wim Hof group. So it's been three years now, just showing up every Friday, no matter what. Um, And it's grown and and I've grown with it. So it was so wild. Like after a couple of months, I used to use the Wim Hof app. I didn't lead. And then the speaker broke one day. So I was forced to lead. And I believe that was, that was divine as well. Um, (laughs) And so it just like, and then um, I taught, I'd been a yoga teacher already. And um, so it just kind of launched me into leading Wim Hof breathing. And then I got certified, um, learned like somatic release breath work, started leading larger groups. So it kind of was just this natural evolution of getting me into it. And just my own transformation with the breath. I, I had such huge releases. I went to Rhythmia, the an ayahuasca center in Costa Rica and they teach breathwork as well. And I've had, I had some major breakthroughs um, every time I go back there and we do breathwork. And so it's just 
um, it's been so effective for me. And now I get to see it and so many people and it blows my mind every day. And what are some of the benefits from breath work just in general that, that people can realize? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the most common is just stress release. We build stress throughout our days from childhood up until this moment, we accumulate stress. And so when we don't express that stress, it becomes repressed. And then it eventually manifests into depression and eventually disease in the body, like literal dis-ease. And so breath work allows the, that stress, like a pressure cooker, like a pressure release valve to come out, just releasing that. And so many people find, you know, the testimonials are amazing. People are like the deepest states of peace they've ever felt. Um, so much relief um, from grief, like processing grief. I like to um, share like, we also store emotions in our body, like our physical body. So if we felt deep anger when we were little or we were told don't cry, like we swallow those emotions. And if you can think about it, like little baggies, like little baggies of emotions that we just swallow all of our lives. And it's just when we're not expressing even joy, not fully experiencing joy, or maybe we needed to laugh. Like I remember laugh, like needing to laugh so hard in class in school and being told like, be quiet, don't laugh. Like we suppress that and it gets stored in the body. And so during breath work, it allows these baggies to start opening and these emotions start coming through to be felt so they can go. Otherwise they create destructive patterns because we're holding all of this down. So a lot of people experience, like I mentioned, like stress relief, um, relief from anxiety, deep states of peace can also just like from um, like an energetics perspective, like short sessions, just boosting energy, boosting focus, clarity. A lot of, I have ADHD tendencies and I can get really scattered. Or I have, I feel like my energy is going everywhere and breathwork really helps me align, like bring all of that scattered energy back to alignment so I can focus. And it's been so massive for that. So that's just a little bit about um, what can do. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and I can, really relate to the, um, suppressed, uh, emotions and suppressed feelings. Um, I've had to deal with some of that myself just to, to personally share. Um, I haven't used breath work for it, but, um, have worked with various professionals and I had, I had a fantastic upbringing. My parents are wonderful, but one of the things I remember them saying to me a lot was don't be so sensitive. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, I think oftentimes, um, I, I felt like my emotions and my feelings were being suppressed and, uh, that has created some negative feedback loops for me and some things I've had to work through. Um, so can certainly relate to what you're saying there as well. Yeah, Scott. And that's so common. I feel like, especially for, for men that just to know, like, don't, don't show vulnerability, don't show sensitive, don't cry. Um, and that, yeah, it manifests into a lot of destructive patterns that are not really showing up fully for ourselves or being able to feel like fully expressed. Yeah. Um, so after breathwork, um, what are what are some of the other aspects of the retreat? I, I've seen a lot of great uh, cold tubs and cold plunges. Can you talk about that? Yes. This is like my favorite thing ever, ice baths. And we just got some land in Austin. We started these 24-hour retreats on. So we got like a big family style ice bath where we can get everybody in at the same time. Um, but the ice is so healing. It is medicine. And it's amazing from like the, the inflammation spec, like point of view, um, like the physical body. But also for me, ice baths are a practice of surrender. So I share this with every group um, that comes through that we're not just doing this to get good at sitting in cold. We're doing this to learn how to ride waves of discomfort, to watch the mind, to watch the stories that come up when we're in the ice and to learn how to control our breath. Cause that's how we, we can control our nervous system. We can use that in life when we're met with something that's super uncomfortable. So Something for me recently, or like within the last five years, I was revealed in plant medicine that I was sexually molested when I was about six. And I didn't think I'd ever share with my parents. I was like, I didn't know what to kind of do with the information. It was something I'd, I had known my whole life, but I thought it was kind of like a dream. And then was revealed like this, no, this really happened. 
And um, so just a hard conversation of got to a point where I was like, I was ready to tell my parents, sat down, like being able to look them in the eye and share that with them. That I give all of the credit or most of the credit to of ice baths. Like they came into my life at the perfect time where I could just sit and be in that overwhelming, like all the stories that were coming up, like the, the, the back and forth between like that my dad was going to either like freak out or that he wouldn't care. Like it was like both, it was just all these stories playing out, but it was just being able to surrender. Like, I know this is right. I'm going to share, drop in, control your breath, like, and just calm me back into my body. And that was, you know, the ice taught me that it's these waves of discomfort. It's having hard conversations with anybody, even on a daily basis, like being able to just notice when you want to run away or not asking for the promotion or not asking the girl or the guy out or speaking your mind in some way. And wherever you may be playing small, like the ice teaches us how to come into our breath, surrender, trust. And I often say like, let mama cold hold you. Like she, like the tendency is to want to fight against or use willpower, but it's like, how can you surrender and soften? And I find the deepest states of peace in the ice. And it's so beautiful to watch people go through it, go through their first ice bath or just see it in a different perspective where it's not just like some sports, um, you know, oh, I'm putting my legs in here for sports, but really seeing it as a spiritual experience and that this is, a medicine in my eyes. Yeah. Th- thank you for sharing that, Elliot. That's um, really powerful. And um, what, what else is like, can you talk through kind of what you do during the day and what you do at night during the retreat? And I'm also curious how that kind of works. Totally. Yeah. So the last two big comfort zone retreats, we went to Big Bend National Park. That's a national park in Texas. It's beautiful. I honestly had never been before um, vetting it out for the retreat. And so we do, for that one, we did wake up, we wake everyone up real early <laughs> and we do a morning routine, morning routine of breath work, yoga, um, meditation. And then we eat breakfast for this one. And then we went on adventure hikes in Big Bend. We went to the hot springs, um, did some really cool, one place is called Elena's Canyon, but it's like all together. And, and then we come back, we do a lot of, what's called authentic relating. So this is kind of like vulnerability questions, getting people to open up on a deeper level than just surface things. And so we um, just want helping create spaces for people to really bond. And what's so beautiful is that within even just three days, they're like family. And that was the intention, strangers becoming family. And so it's so cool to come back to Austin. Most people are from Austin that come on these right now. Um, just because we mostly market locally and they, they just hang out all the time after the retreat. They're like, (laughs) they're posting, they're like, um, some of them are now dating. So it's just really cool to see the, the friendships and stuff like, um, but yeah, so we do authentic relating. We do, um, we sleep in yurts. So I, I invested in five beautiful yurts. They're like my little children. These are like big yurt tents. Uh, canvas tent. They're awesome. They're so cool. And so everybody sleeps in those together. We're outside. We're watching the sunrise together. We're watching the sunsets together. We are, we had this in Big Ben, we had the guy who owns the land. He makes the best brisket ever. And he's so amazing and so sweet. And so he like makes us all this brisket and the smoked chicken that he smokes all day. It's like phenomenal after a day of hiking just to come Amazing. And the brisket. Yeah. Uh, but we have a family dinner. We say grace. We um, just like gratitude. We um, like one of my favorite testimonials was just this um, one of my friends who's an entrepreneur and he's just so in his head, like logically. And he said, this is the first time that he like learned how to, how to come from his heart, like to actually hear his heart which may sound cheesy, but I think it's one of the most just profound shifts someone could have to, to learn how to access intuition, spirit, heart. Um, so that was really beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's awesome. And what are some of your goals for the retreats, Ellie? You mentioned having a five-day retreat coming up in Colorado, I believe you said. Um, what, where do you want to take it from here? This episode is brought to you by Element Electrolytes. 
We know that salt, potassium, and magnesium are essential minerals, especially for those on carnivore, keto, and low-carb diets to relieve hunger, dizziness, cramps, headaches, and keep so many of your bodily processes running optimally, including sleep, brain and mental health, hormonal health, your heart, immunity, and more. Element electrolytes are convenient, evidence-based, and delicious. My wife and I have been using Element for years, every single day. They're great for fueling hard workouts, getting adapted and beating keto flu, fasting, traveling with them, and kickstarting your day with energy. They're used by Navy SEALs, Olympic weightlifters, jujitsu athletes, and everyday people who want to make themselves better, like you and me. They're also founded by superhero Rob Wolf. <laughs> LMNT is offering free, that's right, free people, Element sample packs to Carnivore Cast listeners. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Go to drinklmnt.com slash carnivorecast to claim this awesome deal. That's drink lmnt.com forward slash carnivorecast, one word, and I'll include a link in the show notes. Yeah, um, I just, I love the adventuring. I want to create more of a initiation process and where it's like, um, like we're going to Colorado, we're going to do, we're going to road trip there. So we're going to do a 13 hour drive, which I was like, we could literally just do the drive and that would be so bonding as <laughs> so, so um what my intentions is are, are to make the retreats just bigger and better and more um just as as community building as possible and help people feel as supported as possible um getting practices of breath work and meditation um and just deep healing people are having you know a lot of trauma release during these sessions and giving them tools to take back so it's a different a different mindset around like food, around what they're consuming, who they're hanging out with um, and just feeling supported. We've had people, I've had many people or multiple people reach out to me that they were suicidal, had suicidal thoughts or ideation and that the retreat changed that. And it's like, that is the, that makes everything worth it. (laughs) Like right there, that makes everything worth it. And so just to reach I guess my intention to reach more people and creating these communities, Austin's so special. And like, how do we bring this to other cities? Like, how do we create these communities? Like people in Austin, they're just like these comfort zones are creating, literally creating families here. And so it's like, how do we do that? Or would it be successful in another city? Or is Austin like a, just, um, yeah. So I guess, I don't know if I answered your question to continue to grow and just, and just, reach anyone who's looking for that kind of sense of community or mental health support. Yeah, that's awesome. And how many people are on the retreats, Ellie? Yeah, it ranges. It's um, 20 to 50. Like the Colorado retreat will be 50. Awesome. And do people have like groups or is it just all combined? Um, All combined. Men and women. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, I'm super excited to learn more about this. And uh, it was awesome to, to hear about um, your experiences with starting it, the motivation behind it, some of the life-changing uh, improvements people have had. Um, what what else can you tell us about them? Are there any other stories you want to share? Yeah, I think just that, I guess what I also want to share is that, you know, if people are are looking for just time to break free from kind of the, the day-to-day habits because we are bombarded with the same stimulus and it creates the same behaviors. It's like Dr. Joe's, Joe Dispenza's teachings, the same stimulus of everyday life. Like we will, it'll just keep us stuck in those ruts. So it's like, wake up, wake up to ourselves by getting, kind of pulling yourself out to have an, a view and whether that's a comfort zone retreat or just take a weekend off the grid, go somewhere, evaluate, take time. Like we do a lot of journaling. We do a lot of, um, I mean, uh, like the theme of this retreat is do hard things. One of the hardest things is just space, creating space for yourself, silence, taking the time to journal. Um, so I guess just to offer that to people too, if they're, if they're struggling with an addiction or, uh, just a pattern that they're, they're sick of and it keeps happening, um, to get, give themselves that space. And for, for comfort zone, yeah, anyone who wants to connect and they have ideas. One of my visions is that one of my visions is that we get to a point where we can like 
pick everyone up in a helicopter. <laughs> like just like <laughs> crazy stuff. Like we all went skydiving together after the December retreat, which was so fun. Cool. Like things like that, just getting people to push through their through their comfort zone and meet their edges and keep going. Yeah, I really like that message. Well, Ellie, thank you so much for sharing this. Um, I'll certainly have links to everything in the show notes. Where can people find out more about the retreats? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, comfortzoneretreats.com or they can connect with me at Mindful Belly or the Comfort Zone Instagram is at Comfort Zone Retreats. Cool, awesome. And uh, you wanted to do a uh, breath work with me. So I'm excited about that. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Awesome. Let cool. me know if you um, are, I can share a little bit about, so if anyone wants to join this, yeah. kind of, they want to do that too. Cool. So for this breathwork session, this will be a short session. We will go through a three-part breathwork. So the first part is going to be a double inhale, exhale through your mouth. And so it looks like this in, in, out, in, in, out. So you're breathing into your belly, chest, and then letting go. So very intentional inhales and then relaxing on your exhale. We'll go through several rounds of that. And then I'm going to cue in a breath hold. So we'll take our final breath in. And then we're going to let all that breath out. And we're going to hold at the bottom. And then after that hold, we're going to move into a circular breath. This is like the Wim Hof breathing, if you're familiar with that. So that would be just a breath in, breath out, breath in, breath out. And we'll go through, we'll go through just two rounds of that with the same breath hold water. Our final breath in, I'll cue you to breathe in. And then we'll hold on the exhale. And then at the end, the third part is the restoring breath. So this is just very parasympathetic, calming your nervous system. This is the repatterning breath. So the beginning where we're doing more activated breathing, we're clearing. We're clearing stress, really clearing out anxieties. And then the repatterning breath is, is really calling in what you want to bring back into your system and just slowing everything down. This is the time to receive. So... Do you have awesome. any questions? Is it end? all through your through your mouth? So the first two parts, the double inhale, exhale, and the, the Wim Hof style breathing I mentioned, I would suggest breathing through your mouth. Okay, cool. And then at the end, we'll breathe through the nose if that feels good. Awesome. Okay, I'm ready. Awesome. We're going to begin just dropping in with a little, a little meditation. So if you want to close your eyes, you can take this seated or lying down. Soften your shoulders down your back. We're going to begin with three deep breaths. So take a big inhale through your nose, fill up. Pause at the top. Audible exhale through your mouth. Let it go. Again, big inhale through your nose, fill up. Pause. Big exhale. Let it go. And one more time, big inhale. Pause. Big exhale, release, and just gently return to your natural rhythm of breath, slowing everything down. And with every exhale, feel your body letting go. With every exhale, feel your mind letting go. And take this moment of stillness to set your personal intention for this breathwork practice. What is one word of what you'd like to receive? Breathe that intention in. And exhale, send it out. Trusting it is on its way to you. Gently guide your awareness to your body. Here as one whole. And offer yourself these words. 
Thank you, body, for all that you do for me. I give you permission to let go of anything that is keeping me from being free. So we're going to begin the first part of this breath. Take a breath in through your mouth. In, out. In, in, out. Into your belly, chest, letting go. Finding a pace that serves your breath. Intentional on your inhale. Full surrender on your exhale. Good. And notice where your mind goes. Or if you were met with discomfort. And keep coming back to that one next breath. Breathe in peace. Exhale stress. So good. Almost there. Deep into your belly, letting go. What is here to be released? Use your breath. Clear that out. Let's go 10 more breaths. Give these everything you've got. Last five. Four. Three. Two. On this next breath, take a full breath in, fill up. And exhale, let that breath go. Hold your breath at the bottom. Surrender to this stillness. If you need to breathe before I give the cue, that is okay. Where can you soften? Where can you let go? We are almost there. If you want to continue your breath hold, absolutely do so. We'll take a recovery breath in five, four, three, two, one. Take a full breath in. Hold your breath at the top. Letting the breath go in three, two, one. Let it go. Moving into a single inhale, single exhale. Breath in, breath out. Breath in, letting go. Finding a circle of breath. 
Deep into your belly. Letting go. Full surrender on your exhale. Let every breath bring you back to the truth of who you are. Exhale the story. Breathe in your knowing. Exhale doubt. So good. We are almost there. Commit to your breath. Keep it going. Let's go 10 more breaths. Give these everything you've got. Last four. Three. Two. On this next breath, take a full breath in. And then exhale, let that breath go. Hold at the bottom of your exhale. Surrender to this moment. Feel the blood coursing through your veins. Every cell coming back to balance. We are almost there. Where can you soften? We'll take a recovery breath in five, four, three, two, One, take a full breath in. Hold your breath at the top. Letting that breath go in three, two, one. Let it go. Last round, back into that rhythm. Breath in, breath out, breath in, breath out. Commit to your breath. Let every breath remind you of the gift of this day. The gift that you woke up this morning. Anything that may be holding you back from the fullest expression of you. Use your breath. Clear that out. So good. Deep into your belly. Letting go. How do you want to show up for the rest of your day? Breathe that in. Exhale, resistance. Exhale, fear.
Almost there. Let's go 10 more breaths. Give these everything you've got. Breathe in how loved you are. Ah, tell the stories. Last four. Three. Two. On this next breath, take a full breath in. And then exhale. Let that breath go. Hold at the bottom of your exhale. Surrender to this stillness. Connect to your higher self. We are almost there. Where can you soften? Where can you let go? We'll take a recovery breath in five, four, three, two, one. Take a full breath in. Hold your breath at the top. Take one more sip of air, fill up. Letting it all go in three, two, one. Let it all go. And just slowly allow yourself to return to your natural rhythm of breath. Slowly into your nose. Slowly out through your nose. Take these moments of stillness to receive whatever is here for you now. your hands over your heart 
Breathe into your heart space. Feel your heart soften with every breath. Bring to mind something in this life that you are grateful for. Maybe that's a cup of coffee, the feeling of sun on your skin, or someone in your life that you love. Allow that feeling of gratitude to fill your heart. And with every breath, feel that gratitude amplify and spread throughout your body. Find a comfortable seat if you were lying down. And together, we'll take a full breath in. Reach your arms up overhead. And exhale, draw your hands down to heart center. Take this moment to feel the earth beneath you. Supporting you. And remind yourself that you are always being held. Set an intention for the rest of this day to be the version of you that you want to show up as. And in any moment, you get lost in some story of fear or start to play small. Just gently come back to your breath. Feel for your heartbeat. And remember who you are. The light within me sees and loves and honors the light within all of you. Namaste. Wow. That was awesome. (laughs) Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for everyone who did that with us. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for for participating, Scott. I'm curious if if you, how you feel. I feel great. I feel very light. Um, I haven't done any type of breath work like that in a long time and it felt great. My chest feels very open. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that for, yeah, for anyone listening, the journey continues too. Cause even in a short session like that, that you move a lot of energy. And so sometimes like there's times I'll do it and I'll feel like tingles or I'll feel, um, like peace or some like better focus. 
And then a couple hours later, I'm like, <laughs> a, a emotion has come through. I'm like, like crying in gratitude or just something moves. So just to be gentle with yourself too. And if, and notice if that comes up, but that's all coming to go. It's coming to be released. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's great. Well, thank you very much for doing that, Ellie. And thank you for an excellent interview. Um, I certainly really enjoyed this and uh, I'm sure everyone else will as well. Awesome, Scott. Thank you. And just for anyone who, I also, I lead live uh, Zoom breathwork classes Monday through Thursday. So if anyone ever just needs a quick session or wants to join the group there, they can join anytime. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting the Carnivore Cast on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you'll help us reach more people and continue to create content on Carnivore. There are also exclusive perks available, such as private Q&As, consultations with me, and more. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash Check the episode description for the link. Thank you, and I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Carnivore Cast. If you enjoyed this episode, please review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And share it with a friend. What questions would you like answered? Or who would you like to hear from in the carnivore research community? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CarnivoreCast or go to CarnivoreCast.com. You can also email me at info at CarnivoreCast.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep it carnivore.